All right. Well, the vice president back in Michigan today, my understanding. Mike Pence coming back to Michigan. I mean, Michigan is obviously the epicenter of the political world in 2020. Uh, a long time ago, I said, and then, well, obviously the New York Times was, you know, paying attention to the program as they do. And they wrote shortly thereafter that it's all Michigan in 2020, which I agree with. Which is why Vice President Pence will be visiting Michigan today. And by the way, <clears throat> I'm going to give you something to wager on. I am going to wager that the president will be in Michigan on March the 9th. I'm not sure if that's true, but it's the day before the Michigan primary on March 10th. And I think there's a fair reason to believe that that he'll make an appearance here because Michigan is so important and Michigan is clearly the biggest state that will be voting on the 10th of March. Uh, we are hoping to hear from Mark Short today, the Vice President Chief of Staff. He has been caught up for a moment. He's been caught up for a moment, so we'll be reaching out to him here uh, in a second. So stand by for Mark Short. Uh, meanwhile, reflecting on the dive of a 1,000 points, more than 3% on Wall Street yesterday across all three major indexes, it's been triggered, we're told, about the coronavirus, but the truth is nobody knows the truth about coronavirus right now. Everything we thought we knew, I'm not sure we do. New outbreaks triggering panic on Wall Street. Now, the Dow Jones Industrial Average Futures here up about 50 points, so it's not going to have a repeat of yesterday. But in Italy, a dozen towns quarantined, seven people dead there. The best guess is about 1,000 have been infected, but they don't know where it came from. The mystery is how the 38-year-old man at the center of that outbreak got infected in the first place. He's never been to China, and somehow he is the focal point of this outbreak in Italy. So where did it come from? And nobody can answer that question right now. And if you can't determine where it came from, you have to ask how many people were infected before anyone knew. Meanwhile, in China, the death toll continues to climb, and it's becoming clear the Chinese tried to minimize the scope of the outbreak in the eyes of the world and manipulate the information. Simply put, they lied. Simply put, they lied. In an effort to keep it under wraps, the Chinese government gave inaccurately low numbers on the numbers of people infected and dead. China didn't want the world to know how bad it really was there in Wuhan. We will likely never know the number of people who died from the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, behind the red curtain. But I've been telling you for quite some time that we weren't getting the whole story. I told you that it was quite significant that 60 million people were locked down in quarantine in China, and it didn't feel right. It seems I was on the money, but it is getting a bit worse. Uh, the question today is how many Americans have it? We don't have that answer either. It's a mystery. Why? Only about 500 of us have actually been tested here in the United States. Out of 330 million, basically nobody's been tested. So how do you go out and say, well, we've got 12 or 15 people that have the virus? You don't know. So you look at a city like New York, that could easily trigger an epidemic in a very short period of time. The same is true for every major city in America with so little testing and an incubation period that can run 14 days, maybe longer, according to some now. 
A whole city could have people spreading the virus before they knew what happened. Listen to this. Let me give you an example. Every single day in New York City, between five and a half and six million people ride the subway there. Every day in the Big Apple, five and a half to six million people ride the subway. What could one or two sick people do? Well, trigger the infection of potentially millions. So let's be clear. We don't know a hell of a lot about the coronavirus, and we're a long way from understanding its true impact. It may be something that passes. It may be something that passes without much more devastation, and it also could just be getting started. For sure, the Chinese lied about it, and we don't seem terribly prepared for such an outbreak for ourselves either. That And that's the truth, no matter what the president and others are saying. Too many unknowns right now. And leaves people a bit nervous, which is why you saw the sell-off on Wall Street. And maybe they should be nervous. The market hates uncertainty. That's why the bears were out. And the new outbreaks in Italy, other outbreaks in Iran and other places have spooked investors. Now, I'm not here to, to spook you or panic you. I, I just want you to know the truth. And I want you to have a realistic understanding of what we know and what we don't. And right now, we seem to know a lot less than we did yesterday. A pediatrician that I know quite well told me a week, week and a half ago that the advisories that they're getting, and they get advisories on health concerns and, you know, whether it's a flu virus or whatever it might be, they get advisories. And theirs indicated the worst of it will be coming in six to nine months from now. By the time we head back to school and into winter next fall, that's when the coronavirus might be the worst. That might be when the coronavirus is the worst, so... Are we prepared? I don't know. Uh, the government also setting aside $2.5 billion. The White House asking for $2.5 billion to combat this illness right now. $1.25 million in new money and $1.25 million, a billion that is with a B, in money that was unspent. So obviously, the White House taking it seriously. The Centers for Disease Control taking it seriously. And that's why I think it's a serious conversation. And that's why I think it's a serious conversation that we needed to have right now. All right. So uh, let's see here. Uh, as a member, I want to tell you about a couple of things that are going on with uh, important supporters. As a member of the Michigan Chamber of Commerce, I now can compete with the big boys with an incredible retirement benefit program called the Michigan Chamber of Multiple employer 401k plan. Now I can offer my employees a competitive 401k plan, which enhances their benefits, keeps my costs down, and I don't have to deal with any of the administrative headaches. Saving money, enhancing our benefits, treating our employees like family allows us to retain top employees and grow. The plan is administered through TriStar Trust Bank. That's a Michigan bank. Gives me a competitive advantage to help me attract and retain quality employees and save money at the same time. To learn more about the Michigan Chamber Multiple Employer 401k Retirement Plan, go to TriStarTrust.com or MIChamber.com. The Michigan Chamber Multiple Employer Plan is available to Michigan Chamber members only. Become a member and get $100 off. Not a bad deal. Become a member and get $100 off. 
this part of the program also brought to you by Wolverine Water, Michigan's premier water treatment company serving Michigan since 1947. Locally owned and operated, Wolverine delivers statewide. Get your free water test today by going to WolverineWaterSystems.com. And also brought to you by ABC of Michigan, the Associated Builders and Contractors of Michigan since 1962. ABC of Michigan members have promoted the marriage shop philosophy centered around hard work and open competition. This approach has consistently produced the quality construction that builds the careers and the communities Michigan families deserve. To find out more about ABC of Michigan, visit abcmi.com, abcmi.com. You're listening to The Steve Rubert Show. Student safety affects us all, and you can make a difference using OK to Say. Did you know that in 81% of violent incidents in U.S. schools, at least one other person had information that a school attack was planned but failed to report it? How many lives could have been saved if just one person, just one person, had said something? Okay to Say can change that. Okay to Say is an easy and confidential way for Michigan students to report anything that threatens their safety or the safety of others. If you see or hear something that doesn't seem right, you can submit a confidential tip using the Okay to Say mobile app. Or you can submit by text, email, the OK to Say website, or call 8555-OK-TO-SAY. The tip information is confidential, so you never have to worry about retaliation, rejection, or being labeled a snitch. It's that easy. You might be the one person who helps to prevent a tragedy. Take a stand and protect yourself and others by using OK to Say, because if you won't, who will? This message sponsored by OK to Say and MAB. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it. You hear it every time you finish a meal and never feel anything. But if we were able to associate this sound with a new stimulus, save the food, we've achieved pulling a natural response from you. Save the food. Why are we doing this, you may ask. Save the food. Because this ad is trying to change your after-meal behaviour through brainwashing. Because food waste costs the average family $1,500 a year. Save the food. Cha-ching. And 1500 extra bucks is like getting a pay raise. Save the food. Cha-ching. You're promoted. Which could pay for your child's braces. Save the food. Cha-ching. You're promoted. Check out my braces. So when you hear this sound, rethink your behavior. Cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council.